Maho, Aniki, Henshin, Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Henshin, Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Henshin, Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Henshin, Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magic of Bro Transformation Podcast, episode number 45, where we aren't just the mediocre at best podcast, but we are the most mediocre at best podcast that talks about anime and animation. And joining me this week on the most mediocre at best podcast is one, Mike, Hello. the boys, and yeah. our magical guest of the week, Gabriel. Hey. Yeah. And this week, we're going to be talking about uh, something that was brought up because we saw it in an, uh, like a top 40 anime openings video. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about Karen, otherwise known as Chibi Vampire. And if you want to see what else we've talked about and what else we've done, you can go over to mbt.moe. That's our website. And you can see what we've already reviewed and see the schedule of what's going to come out for like the next supposedly the next year we'll see if we actually keep that up or you can uh subscribe or follow us through your favorite podcast listening app like itunes or spotify the same place that you can find our resident rom-com expert marks or cryptic enigma and he's called in the uh, austin rap game is that his yeah. Is that his rap name? That's his rap name, Cryptic Enigma. Yeah. It's a it's a thing from a song that we made when we were like, uh, I think I was eighteen and he was sixteen. Yeah, yeah, because me and you have a two year difference. So yeah, yeah. And uh, his uh, latest album's on there, so I'm gonna give him a shout out. Uh, but hey, go to Spotify. Look for Cryptic Enigma. Listen to his latest uh, album, Cryptic. It's not as it seems. I'll find you. It's not as it seems. Have you guys been? Mike, you sound like you just woke up. Um, you'd be right. <laughs> I uh, I did just wake up, but uh, the best. This time is also to get the best life. I've sounded in a while because I've been repeatedly sick for the past two months. Like I'd get better and then I'd get sick again, and this happened like constantly. But uh, the cycle is broken. I I went out of my way, and you, you see, I take public transportation back home after work. <laughs> uh-huh. And so what I did was I broke down, and I finally went to the supermarket and decided to buy those disinfecting wipes that you use to like wipe uh, down the you kitchen be, counters you, and you stuff. You became that guy. I became that guy. So every time I go into the bus, I like wipe down the whole fucking booth <laughs> where you sit. Yeah. And like people would look at me and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm not getting sick anymore. I'm you're, tired you're just, of the hobo over there with like, with like piss caked on his like jeans, getting other people sick just by existing. So yeah. Yeah. I've heard about people doing that on the, on like airplanes and stuff, but you're the first one I've heard talk about doing it on the uh, bus, which makes a lot more sense. Than, yeah, uh, I mean, the worst thing about it is that, like, once I'm done cleaning, like, the the wipes would be, like, almost solid black. <laughs> yeah, so it's not unwarranted either. So if you ever take the bus, you should really consider uh, sanitizing wipes and hand sanitizer. And uh, possibly a mask uh, to filter out the garbage that's uh, sucking... <laughs> 
it's coming the rest of humanity can <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh so yeah like i mean i have a face mask that i wear for like winter and stuff but i also wear it just on the bus because i don't fucking want to be breathing the same air as these people not because i'm better than them but because i'm healthier than them and i don't wish to go to their love i'm so tired of being sick man like i'm so tired of it i i really miss smelling things and i've just <laughs> recently gotten that ability back and this comes right after you you broke your ankles yeah i when i when i fucked up my ankles and i i've had a horrible uh start of the year when I when I tumbled down running into Walmart to get some subway, <laughs> and I uh, it felt like I shattered my ankle. Like it, it, I could hear tearing. So I I don't know. I mean, I I can walk again. So there's that. But um, every time I uh, I do like trip or something, hmm. pain like comes back for like a minute or so. So feels like I'm like, uh, I'd rather just cut it off. But here I am. Uh, so how's everybody else been? Have they not been uh, dying? No. Uh, Danny's moved in with me again. Ooh. Congratulations, yeah. Lon. You have a he uh, got, new roommate. <laughs> he got sick on, on uh, Friday, and he just got better, like, Saturday afternoon. Hey, see? This shit's <laughs> going around everywhere, and it's around. You know why? Because nobody cause gives a shit about hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody about washes hygiene. their hands. No, They fucking leave their ass all crusty, sit on the bus seats. Dude. Just for Honestly, Mike to Honestly, that's, clean up that's for like them. a... That's just the thing. Like, a lot of people, I'm sure, don't know how to wipe their ass properly. Like, that's just the thing in general. Like, this is coming from working in customer service, having to clean bathrooms. Yeah. And from, from working in a jail, I've come to learn that people well into, like, adulthood do not know how to wipe their ass. No. I mean, I heard this story on a podcast, on a metal podcast, about a, how a guy would just... uh he just get a bunch of toilet paper and crumble it up into a big ball and like squish it up against his asshole, and that's how he would wipe his ass. He would just dab his asshole. He'd, yeah, he'd just dab his ass. This was like a forty-year-old man Jesus. talking about how he'd never, you know, he's done it that way his entire life. But who am I to judge? Who are we? Yeah, I am. It's not a- like it's you know, it's not like we go to conventions and and wish only to not smell bad things. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, you can catch us at Ushikon this uh, weekend. I might put this episode out before we head on over there. We'll see if uh, I have the what's that thing called the the drive to actually edit this in like a week in less than a week. But you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm gonna try. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure I have Friday off, but I'm gonna try getting it off. Because I, I requested it, because I, I did my um, request form for vacation time, um, like, back in January, like, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only requested Saturday and Sunday. Um, but then I did another one, like, two weeks ago, where I requested Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, then I told the guy about it, so I don't know if they took into account the second one. So I'm hoping I have Friday off, because I'm worried, because Friday's the day after Valentine's Day. Ooh. and And... I'm in a hotel. I mean, so, like, I, I can't. I, I yeah. don't understand, Mike. I don't see what you're worried about. <laughs> I, I mean, the, we we should be very worried about the used condom rooms and the party rooms because mm-hmm. that's. Uh, I mean, I I don't I don't understand, Mike. Why would that happen after Valentine's Day? That's too <laughs> silly. Come on, Danny. <laughs> I, I know you're not accustomed to doing things on Valentine's Day, but and Listen, neither Mike, am I. I masturbate people. probably more than you. 
So I, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll tell you who's accustomed to doing things on Valentine's Day. I'm not going to get into this discussion. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say. Not I'm in this say, podcast, at least. Not in this podcast. But you already have. Didn't you Didn't you talk about when you got sick? Or was that a did, private did conversation? I, I don't think I brought that. Well, thanks. I don't, I don't think I oh ever brought gosh. that up during the podcast. But let's. Let's hey. just like well, you've been sick for the past in. two weeks. I mean, I I could assume what that's actually from, but you know, that's homeless a... people having oh from Duckman. You should ask Frank about that sometime. The, the infamous Duckman. I'll ask him about Duckman. We'll talk about our our homeless people. Uh, We've begun naming about the homeless people, the the notable homeless people. <laughs> we found we have a we find we have a Duckman, and then and then recently he found Duck Woman. My God. Is it the, yeah. the the power couple, much like uh, Karen and Kenta in uh, Chibi Vampire? Uh, I, I wouldn't say that they have that much chemistry. Ah, uh, that sucks. I I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that you would that you'd be able to find two homeless people with the with the amount of uh, love and embarrassment that these two have. No, no, they just share names and, and abilities. They they have the same power set. Um, they're they're not related. Uh, the same loadout. They have the same loadout. Uh, their play style is vastly different. Oh, so they're echo fighters. Perfect. <laughs> they're not just reskins. They're just barely more. It's like it's like a Ken and a Ryu. I, I would say Duckman. Duckman is more of a like a like a brawler. And Duck Woman <laughs> plays more like a like a utility utility fighter, but uh, moving on. Yeah, I believe. So Gabriel, talk about Chibia. What's up? Is is it actually the reason that you brought this up because we saw the the opening in like a top forty thing or top fifty thing? Um, or were you? It, was it on your mind before that actually came up? I remember hearing Gabe discuss Chibi Vampire like a while back ago in a podcast. Actually, yeah, I mean. This show used to be a show up until like five years ago when I stopped watching anime for a while. Like I'd re- I read watch the show like a lot. So I never really forgot about it. But when you're asking me to write down what animes we should do for the podcast, um, we just so happened to be here just <laughs> looking at random YouTube videos and then a song came on and I was like, dude, I fucking love this show. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, that opening deserved to be on that top 100 list, 100%. It's a, it's a pretty good opening. I, re, I actually really like that opening. The ending, it's not pretty, so much. Is it an ending? <laughs> Admittedly, I never actually looked at the ending. I always like stopped right after the episode. Same. I, I, try, I listened to it about um, three times. Once to mm-hmm. be like, let's see what this sounds like. The second to be like, oh yeah, I forgot to skip. And the third time because i was like well it's the last episode i guess i'll i'll listen to the ending one more time and it's uh i don't like it that much <laughs> did you guys ever hear about this thing before no um no what? i feel like i've seen the cover of the manga and the anime like and the characters like i feel like i've seen them around but i never like actually, actually looked it. into it yeah the show was created by yuna kagesaki um she does manga her most notable one is this one um she has a few other ones but i haven't actually heard about them and the show was directed by uh shinichiro kimura who i haven't heard a lot of the show that he's directed the only one that i have heard of is a uh, handmade may the show came out in 2005 and was produced by jc staff 
Um, it's a 24 episode show, and the manga is 14 volumes. I mean, the the only reason that I heard about it was because of Gabe, and uh, I remember this one time that he mentioned that he that this was like kind of a harder to find anime, and it is you know compared to how how things were before. Uh, you could still find considering it. Considering Amazon sells the the DVDs the, for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, I actually I went out of my way to find the cheapest price for all the DVDs because um as I I showed you guys earlier this week uh, not not the audience members but like the you guys I sent you that you could buy the complete series for four hundred fifty four dollars yeah. and sixty six cents plus uh about four dollars shipping or you can go to uh, one, two, three, four different websites and get four separate volumes with four, or rather, get six separate volumes with four episodes each for a total of 157.27. I did like, look up why that is, though. It's because the original distributor went, um, went bankrupt. Oh, shit. So then um, Funimation went and purchased the license for Karen, but then they never reprinted any DVDs or anything. So they just own the license and not doing anything with it. I think they let the license expire because uh, you can't like you can't find any information on the website about it anymore. Uh, I tried looking it up to see like who owns the license and it, right now it has nobody. Uh, I think in Wikipedia it still says Funimation, but on the Funimation website there's nothing about it. You can't even see like a synopsis. But yeah, the- this is gonna be one of those animes that are kind of like just kind of lost the time, especially with the whole like if you consider what else came out in that time frame. Yeah, like people are barely gonna pay attention to this show. Yeah, basically, which, which I think is a bad thing because I I really really like the show. You see, the funny thing is when you suggested it to me, just going off of the name and then the way the characters look and the synopsis that I got from it. I was thinking, I'm not going to like this, and this is going to be kind of a shitty rom-com. I actually really enjoyed the show, though. Dude, I, um, so I started watching this with Mark on Monday of this week that we're recording. I finished watching it on, on Wednesday. I would have finished it on Tuesday, but I was like, I can't, I, I have things to do. I can't just keep <laughs> watching anime for eight hours straight every day. Um, but when I first started watching it, um, I remember Gabriel telling me that <laughs> this is a show that will, like, the dub is pretty not great. And I was like, well, I should give it a chance because what if it's that, like, not great that just makes it even better? <laughs> and it's. And was it? No. Um, <laughs> like, the, the Karen herself, I didn't really mind. And, like, some of the background characters, I didn't really mind. But what got to me was just, like, the extreme dips in quality from like their their inner monologue and just like different set like they just put effects on everything and it just changed everything yeah like um like echoes like echoes and like muffled sounds here and there like they it sounded like this was like their their like first day on the job kind of and everything like it wasn't mixed too great (laughs) And I think that kind of... I mean, I feel like the mixing is an issue with a lot of doves. Yeah, and, like, I feel like that's probably what took away from the first two episodes that I saw with Mark because uh, I was shitting on them pretty hard, (laughs) like, when I started watching it. And it wasn't until the third episode and Mark stopped watching that I was like, okay, I'll switch this to Japanese and see see what's up. And, uh, 
yeah, I I needed this. I'm <laughs> I'm a sad little girl that needs love. <laughs> you just shoot blood at your nose constantly. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I might as well. <laughs> I thought the first time she shot out blood, it was gonna be like. She was just going to keep doing it anytime, like, something... Like, it was going to be one of those, like, running gag kind of things. But every time she shot out blood, it was played for, like, like seriously. It's like, oh, shit, she's, you know, profuse blood loss. Yeah. And there, there's some times here and there where it's just kind of like, ah, ha, ha, she, she has a nosebleed. But for the yeah, most like part, when she goes yeah. into the bush that one time and just a <laughs> rainbow just appears above her. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your, your first impressions overall? Because I didn't like it at all. It wasn't until... Like going from the first episode? Basically. Or... Yeah. Because uh, it wasn't until um, the exact moment where I was like, okay, maybe this will be okay, was when uh, Usui's mom was about to walk in front of the train. And I was like, whoa, this isn't what I was expecting from what I was watching up to this point. And uh, Karen stops her, and then they reveal that uh, you know, they're, they're broke. And I was like, ah, finally, something relatable. And well, I mean, I, I think they had hints that they were... I mean, I think at some point, Kenta, like, says that he's kind of broke. But yeah. I didn't understand the extent that they were broke yeah. until later. And then, yeah, it turns out he's just been going without eating. For, uh, I mean, not, not days, uh, because I think they eat dinner at night, but it's all, like, shitty shit. Yeah, it was never actually like tomatoes. Yeah, it wasn't like good food. It was just like I'm assuming junk food that came from the store she worked at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just yeah, it was just that. So I, I like yeah, that that was a good point. I mean, I was already warming up to it because yeah, Kenta was actually what won me over on this yeah, because he's... of his because of his home situation. Like I actually started to like it because of that. I was like, damn, Kenta has a shitty life, and I fell in and, love with uh, Kenta, yeah. and I don't think that was supposed to happen. Kenta's a good boy. Kenta's a good boy. I like boy. it. I, I like <laughs> it. His uh, the, the the glare he has where people think that he hates them. I'm like that happened <laughs> to me too. Uh, something relatable. Yep. I mean, I'm not in a shitty situation like he was, but uh, but I do relate to that. Yeah. Isn't really the plot of the show just um, guy? I mean, I guess boy meets girl. I guess it all starts because uh. And in the manga, this is also um, slightly different, but it's also similar, where uh, the reason that Maka actually goes up to Usui is because she's like, uh, uh, she he makes my fucking blood hurt. I got to make myself feel better. She ma- and, he makes her blood expand. Yeah. And so, you know, she tries to... Uh, make him happy so he because she reacts to unhappiness and he's the most unhappy man in the fucking world he's apparently extremely unhappy so, so was the mother unhappy as his mom almost as unhappy yeah. not as unhappy <laughs> as his mom but um so she starts going up to him to make her to make him happy for like for selfish reasons and yeah. you know she ends up falling in love yeah and, and the uh, brother is a douchebag all throughout and the brother is a douchebag all throughout and so in the, it wasn't about womanhood. It, no, no. And there was no illusions. It was just it was it was what was there. I originally was, was the idea was that Karen was supposed to get off on unhappiness. Uh, be you know that's what the the creator wanted originally. But the editors were like, whoa, 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 this is a bit too fucked up, man. We can't just get have some girl like getting all hot and bothered about 
some guy that's unhappy and getting off to the idea of him being unhappy. I so. mean, another thing that I found interesting was the fact that, like, she was so afraid of sucking his blood once she realized that he was, uh, that she was in love with him because of what the grandma said. And I was like, okay, so I understand you're in love, but at the same time, you're terrified of solving this man's problems because he might not be interested in you anymore. I mean, it would have been like, like, it's a very selfish thing. It's like, even after she falls in love with him, she still does things for very selfish reasons. Yeah. And um, the manga also just kind of uh, doesn't make a big deal about Karen sucking his blood. Um, you know, st- different stuff happens because of it, but it's like, it's just treated as kind of not a big deal. Not as big a deal as the, uh, the anime makes it out to be. Oh, and also, um, in the manga, the, like, whenever Karen gets her, like, in the, in the anime, it, it's implied that she, her, you know, nosebleed is pretty painful also, but, um, because of the way that it's animated a lot with the flowers and stuff, they, you know, and they made that happened because of the uh i'm pretty sure the general audience wouldn't want to see like a bunch of blood everywhere or whatever and they this was going to be a rom-com to begin with and the anime it's a lot more erotic because at one point they made it like some of the editors told her um the creator that it whenever her blood increases they just told her that it should feel more erotic because you know it's uh i guess to imply orgasm or whatever to make the people happy and in the manga, it just it just seems like she fucking hurts and she's dying all the time whenever it happens. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Also, she also has like these looks that I really like in the manga. She's just kind of, it, and it only happens like near the beginning where her eyes are just kind of like shifty, and she's acting like you know, in her where own. She looks creepy. Yeah, where she looks creepy like she, and shit. Yeah, yeah, where she starts getting the. Uh the urges and stuff she starts looking like a proper vampire yeah and this uh this slowly became easier and easier to watch for me uh yeah and i didn't expect to actually finish in like three days like don't See, for yes for me it's the opposite um it, i don't know why i i mean i really liked it i enjoyed it but for whatever reason trying to watch it just got harder and harder for me oh no i don't know why but i really wanted to watch it because i thought it was gonna be like just ass and tits because right. uh because because i expected a lot more fan service yeah. yeah especially considering all the nudie parts in the opening and stuff yeah and not only that i was thinking that this vampire show was the one that um oh that, gabe uh... and, and nuni were talking about so i was expecting it but then i was like oh is, this is not that bad but i was also thinking of, you know it was that show yeah juan was and telling us just... that he uh he thought that this was a uh, dance in the vampires bund ah oh, and, and he was no that's not till later Juan. <laughs> yeah i you know and i was like wow people are overreacting over this <laughs> <laughs> no no you see when we when we get to that show you you will understand and then also probably be like yeah it wasn't that bad but but, but you can see it why. was still you could see yeah. why some normal people would be put off by it yeah considering the first like five minutes of the series <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the story. Um, I don't I don't know what happened where I just could not watch it. So I would try to watch like every other episode, and even then, like, I almost got towards the end. But I was just like, 
I don't know. Like I, I was like dragging it on. I don't. I don't know why. Why what happened? But I, I guess it's the style that that it's in, or some of the uh, body languages that they do. Like when they're surprised and they're doing the 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 hand gestures and stuff. You, you mean like the the old school like yeah the 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 the, the ancient anime reaction faces. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know why that just I don't just know that just put of me it. off. Yeah. I guess because you're not used to it, because you didn't like. Well, well, I, I'm not that I'm not used to it. I used to watch those kinds of episodes and shows back in the day, you know, with Canal Cinco, because they had Ranman y Medio and, and all those. And, and that's they did all that reactions. was. Yeah, that's all that was. But I, I don't know. I, I guess it, it just threw me off because I haven't seen those kinds of uh, shows in in a while. I will say. Uh... I think the calm part of this was the part that I didn't like the most, and the rom part of this was the one that I liked the most. But some of the some of the comedy was still pretty good at points. Yeah, yeah. That's because they kind of um, jammed in the comedy part of there. Yeah, because because we were talking about the manga before, and like it's a lot more of of just a straight drama. drama yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I did. Uh, so what happened was I was trying to like cram the series because uh i had gotten busy with other stuff so i was like oh i should get started and my idea was like let me read the manga first and then i'll just like where uh, it starts diverging from you... the anime i'll just switch over to, or yeah i'll start uh i'll just switch over to the anime however um <laughs> when i started reading it i was like <laughs> what the um, fuck? i was I, yeah i was like huh this is a lot more serious than i thought it was going to be <laughs> and then um like i i looked it up and people were like yeah it uh it quickly diverges from the thing, so I started looking back on it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is." It gets like it, it starts some um, slightly different, and then it just continues on a different path. Because if I remember correctly, looking it up, um, the anime was airing around the same time as the manga was like being produced. So yeah. the anime, like, it, it didn't know how the manga was going to end, so they're like, "Fuck it," and they went with their own shit. Yeah, and there, uh, I, I read the, I read all the manga. I finished it earlier today and i dude if if i were to write down because i i have some like small i have some of the biggest differences written down but i had like a fucking two-page thing that i didn't realize i had written down (laughs) of like what i thought were the biggest differences and i said oh man i can't talk about all of this that's just too much but um from what i understand the or at least from what I got from the author's notes, the anime stopped or started airing around volume seven, which is mm-hmm. t- kind of like a soft ending to the to the manga. Yeah, and everything from then on is uh like some ideas that's that the creator had and like some of the editors had uh, that they were gonna put in like um some of the novels that came out because there are also some light novels in between that were coming out where i think um winner came from because winner is not in the manga no he's not winner is not in the manga all right let me ask since he just came up let me ask oh juan i already know nini's opinion on this but juan and mike does winner make the show or break the show for you okay i know that this is actually a divisive topic because when i was looking up um some shit about the show one of the first arguments i ever saw was people are like don't watch the anime i fucking hate winner <laughs> i will say winner initially i um 
I found him to be fucking retarded, and I was like, this man takes me away. Um, <laughs> I, I felt like, I was like, this man really kills, like, some of the moods and shit. Like, I, I felt like he was just, like, a shit they like, shoehorned into like the Like some kind of forced-in comedy? Yeah, like, oh. they forced him into it to, like, lighten the tone and everything, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't like this guy. However, oh my God, however. Maybe that's why. <laughs> however. <laughs> that's why they like it. <laughs> however, I will say this, though. Um, towards the end, I liked him a lot more at that point. I was like, okay, I kind of like Winter now. I, I liked him better. So towards the finale, I was like, yeah, I can dig, uh, I can dig Winter. Prior to that, though, I was like, this guy is really detracting from the show. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it, it kind of explains why I, I just didn't finish it. I had like ten more episodes to go. Damn, did <laughs> I the like legit one hundred percent the reason I started reading the manga was because I was looking up spoilers from the ending. And the first link that I clicked on was a Yahoo Answers thing and was like, so what are the differences between the anime and the manga for Karen? And the answer that I got was, uh, well, the biggest difference Winter is, doesn't exist. is that Winner doesn't <laughs> exist. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. And but, then he closed the tab and started reading the manga. <laughs> that's essentially what happened. He's like, well, it's time to start the manga. That's essentially what happened. Because like the rest of the sentence was, I don't want to spoil it for you, but if you want to read spoilers, you can read this wiki. And I didn't want to click on the link. And I was like, okay, winner doesn't exist. This is already a better thing. <laughs> Let's go <laughs> read this. And th- I, I feel like this is a, the best time as any to say... uh we're gonna i mean i think juan and i have been doing this mm-hmm. uh i mean technically we've only done it like once but uh gonna save the spoilers until after the break and uh let's take a break here the only reason that i would that i would actually that i kind of liked winner was near the middle kind of end when uh karen's friend started having like those feelings for her when uh um, oh yeah with uh how, what was her name uh maki uh, when there you go maki yeah, when she started having like feelings for him and i was like well th- let's see where this goes because i i feel like she should be happy because she's a good girl she's she's a good friend <laughs> and then uh you know when she fu- when she got rejected during the christmas episode uh my heart sank and i was like man fucking fuck, winner. fuck winner <laughs> fuck this guy <laughs> Well, I just found him really quirky and it annoyed me. That, that yeah. was my thing. It's like, oh, I'm a vampire hunter. I'm also incompetent. Oh, my God. I hate blood. I hate the sight <laughs> of blood. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Um, towards the end, when um, the whole shit happened with uh, the Maka family being exposed and uh, the Alfred showing up or what's his name? The, the old man showing up. Not Victor. Alfred, I believe. Victor, there you go. The descendant of Alfred showing up. And, uh, you know, uh, telling him, like, kill your crush. And he's like, no. <laughs> um, I I felt I liked him a lot more at that point, especially, like, when the guy, like, disowns him and everything. I was like, okay, I kind of like Winter now. I, I, I look, he liked his outfit. I, his vampire hunter outfit. I kind of thought, like, thought it was okay. I mean, I, I understand that it was supposed <laughs> to be completely out of place, but I feel like it was yeah. just too completely out of place. <laughs> The giant W for Wombo. Just- <laughs> he said it to Wombo. <laughs> He's always said to Wombo. Said to Wombo. And he was never not at Wombo. I already talked to Gabe about this, but like the the only good thing about Winner 
is his extreme exaggerated uh, Western <laughs> accent. Oh yeah. Whenever he's talking any Japanese at all, and he's just like Karin son. God, that was so fucking annoying. And I, I know, like I, I only know a lot like you guys, just a few phrases and shit like that. And his Japanese is probably better than mine will ever be. But man, his accent is just so funny. It was perfect. It was perfect. I didn't like it. It was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they brought that up because, uh, yeah, that uh, that is one thing I saw while looking up this show, that uh, everybody is very divided on winter. And by divided, I mean it's like a 75-25 split. Gabriel likes them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's exactly seventy five twenty five in this fucking podcast. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I didn't like it like, towards at least towards the end. I was like, yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of say he was all right, but uh, up until then, no, nah, I was like, fuck this guy. So, Gabe, why do you like this character? Juan <laughs> like, like, is disgusted in your taste. Right no, um, because I like him all... for all the reasons you guys don't like him. I like the stupid <laughs> accent. I like that he's just a, a, a just an idiot the entire time. I Gabe actually enjoys really... these these old school tropes and shit. So that's I, can I actually see... really enjoyed that he didn't pick Maki like right away at least because like. If he were to be swayed just because she confessed and Karen wasn't interested in him at all, then it wouldn't even mean anything by his original feelings. I mean, uh, yeah, I get on. that. So it goes to show, like, you know, at least they put some work into into that instead of just making him like a plot device where it's like, oh yeah, he's that he's that token rival kind of thing. So yeah, because like like in real life, if you don't if you like a girl and a different girl likes you, you don't go like, well, that other girl's not giving me attention. It's gonna go with this girl, I guess. I mean, I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen that happen before. So. On my notes here, Gabe, I have written, uh, winner's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> broke Maki's and heart so. on Christmas. And so... <laughs> it was after Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he didn't accept the present. I mean, he accepted it, but... He wore it like a bow. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that added to the character design and made it better. <laughs> and they covered up half his face. Oh, that guy was the perfect character. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, like, I usually don't like this about shows. I don't like whenever the the relationship takes an entire season to get to the point where they're like, I like you. But for some, I don't know if it's because this was written through like a female perspective and it was um, paced differently, but I really liked just watching everything develop slowly and it kind of felt uh, real or than what I expect, what I was. Expecting. Yeah, it was pretty natural. Yeah. For them to start. Uh, well, except for the whole like in the middle of it when Karen's like, no, I don't like him. No, I don't like him. Yeah. Um. Besides that part, like. It just really flowed really well that how they just started yeah. falling for each other. Yeah, I I love the parents. The parent, oh, the, yeah. the stereotypical overprotective dad is great. I love how like when they're like, oh, we gotta we gotta see how this guy is, and so their decision is like, let's fucking kidnap him. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was their solution to this. The mom at her temple. <laughs> I love the dad though. The dad was like. He was a dad, but he was very submissive to the mother. <laughs> like a dad. Like a dad, yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the dude. Like, he, he was such a cool guy. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's just a stereotypical Mexican family. It really was. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what, I think that's why I like the dude, family so they much. They even got the chancla. Like, 
Yeah. He brought out the chancla. I was like, this is a stereotypical Mexican family that are vampires. Why is this? Why is this? I like this, but why is this? And now, now you finally understand. Um, so they were making like a huge deal about um anju and like whenever she was gonna turn and i thought it was gonna be like something was gonna happen like there was some kind of thing that was gonna go on they were very ominous about it like like some crazy shit was gonna happen or that she did something as a child and it like changed some stuff but and the the manga goes into it but i think like they they planted the seeds here and there was kind of like no payoff because the idea wasn't like fully realized yeah, so, they, so kinda... they didn't really go anywhere with it in the anime. I, yeah. I think I'll probably end up going back and finishing the manga to figure out what the fuck that was about, because they kept alluding to it, and, like, nothing really came of it. Uh, like, in I... the manga, she kept saying, like, ominous shit, like, about how, like, uh, like, just, like, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, the parents were always very distressed whenever Anju would bring up uh, the fact that when she became an adult, something was going to happen. Or, like, how she had mastery of, like, a bunch of vampiric shit, but hadn't actually become an, a, a vampire yet. So I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? Honestly, I thought they were alluding to womanhood. I mean, she she bleeds. I can give you the, the answers later when I get <laughs> into the differences between the thing. Or I can just leave that part out and have you listen <laughs> to it. Because to his five-page yeah, essay. My, my five-page essay <laughs> on Karen. <laughs> But, um, my thesis, my doctorate thesis. Nuni's doctorate on uh, on the differences of the Chibi Vampire manga <laughs> and anime. Like, considering what the actual answer is, I, I feel like it was actually pretty well thought out, and it's a pretty good reason why they were worried when Anju would turn. But uh, I'll I'll save that for for later and say. But what about Boogie? What about Boogie? The so his... they didn't explain him in the show, right? No, not no. one bit. I had no idea what the fuck was going on with Boogie. Uh, but yeah, yeah he, it's the soul of a serial killer inside of a doll. Because Andrew mm-hmm. has the power to, uh, you know, lock souls to inside of ghosts things. and yeah. stuff. to ma- manipulate souls. And all that's what all I'm saying. Like, and she could also control bats and stuff too. So I'm like, this is a very powerful little normal girl for the time being. Very powerful. The manager was also another really fun character. Yeah, every time you come up, I liked it. He was a he was, cool guy. I yeah. kept thinking he was gonna be like, "There's something up with him," but no, he was no, just, he's a pretty... just a cool guy. He's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, it has "It's to gonna be. turn out he's a vampire or a pervert or something, right?" No, he's just a really cool guy. Yeah, I didn't expect the uh, the last four episodes. I I know Juan didn't get to this part, yeah. but man, did I not expect it to go the way that it did at the end? The cult ritual. It's yeah. like a whole different show. It's Juan. an entirely different show, especially the no, last no, episode no, with like the it. coloring and everything. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, the just, art style is even like fairly different. Yeah, like the the black and white with the red accent on everything is pretty great. Yeah, and it's all just they to make Maka's tits bigger. Had, they had truly, they had truly diverged from the from manga. the. I one hundred percent. I they had dude, completely diverged. From they it. made so I me, guess they were like, I guess we'll do our own shit for reals now. They made me think everybody fucking died for a little bit. And I was like, yeah, because it was such a jump. I was like, what the fucking fuck? Victor? Everyone's on the <laughs> yeah. ground. I was like, oh, shit. Did he just kill everybody? He fucking shot her brother three times in the chest with what I'm assuming are silver bullets. Because I'm offended I, at the, that he didn't die. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made they made vampires just too strong. They redeemed Victor. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like Victor should have died. Like, I, I feel like out of anyone at, at the end of that issue, he should have died. Victor should have been murdered. 
that it would have been okay for Victor to just not come out of this. Well, they say at the end, right? Like, yeah, they they, they took it easy on him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, but why? He put a cap in the brother like three fucking times. (laughs) It gave me flashbacks to the recent JoJo episode where they fired three bullets in Mista's head. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And how is he alive? I still don't understand that. I read the manga and I was like, I, because like I didn't really remember much of part five. And I was like, Okay, and then I go back to this, and I'm like, holy shit, how did Mista fucking survive? Because after the fight, he's like, A-okay, and he's like, nah, I just took a, a little bit of a beating to the noggin. I'm like, no, you took three bullets to the fucking head, Mista. You shouldn't <laughs> be walking. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, well, my, my stand bullets caught the other bullets. I'm like, Mista, at the very least, there are small holes in your fucking head. At the very least. No, you shouldn't be that. just okay. Like, the- <laughs> I understand. but uh but going back into chibi vampire where i lost my place entirely in what we were speaking we were talking about the (laughs) ending and how the ritual is all just basically to make her tits bigger because uh her grandma fucked up at least that's what i understood i mean she didn't fuck up i think she wanted to get bigger tits because everybody called her flat chest oh yeah the grandma she's a character I didn't know was there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I was I appreciated the backstory at the very least, but otherwise I felt like she was a bit lacking as far as like mattering. Yeah, uh I mean the in in the manga she also kind of just uh doesn't matter. She also doesn't really have a backstory, but she exists to uh move the plot along also cuz she's super strong. He's she basically has the same backstory as Dracula from the Castlevania series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, actually. Down to <laughs> burning crosses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, falling in love with a human. Mm-hmm. And Dying. Then... She's yeah. Dracula. We figured it out. We did it. There you go. That was the, that was the thing all along. <laughs> did they ever bring up... I, I don't remember this part, but did they ever bring up uh, Karen's grandpa at all in the show? I don't believe so. No, that's a manga only thing. Okay, because he's kind of like a big deal. He's, I, he's not. Big. He's not really a big deal because he's not there. But the idea of him is a thing uh, that makes he's things make sense. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to go read the manga. Yeah. The, or finish the manga rather. Yeah. He kind of and only then, shows up at the end, but he's sprinkled. Uh, okay. He's sprinkled in between to make sense of certain things and why, like people. Mm-hmm. Are act the way they do, I guess. Mm. Well, whatever. Oh, uh, one character we haven't talked about though is the brother. Um. Uh, Ren. Yeah. Ren. Yeah. The uh, the one who uh, sleeps around all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. And because he just pops up every once in a while. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I. So you know his his whole like um his origin story that they put in at one point where he like he was in an all boys school and he. Oh awesome. yeah, he's gay. I forgot. Yeah, he's like kind of gay. Yeah, like, that, that's his shame, and he doesn't like bring it up. Yeah. He's mad that he's gay. He's mad. Yeah, that he's he, gay. he he's very in the closet, which I find hilarious because he uh at some point I believe the story was that at some point he uh he sucked the blood of a very effeminate boy. Yeah, that's... and then he realized they were a boy only afterwards, and he was like, ah, oh, fuck, and it's like it's like a thing he doesn't like bringing up ever because he's like, no, <laughs> I only like women. I swear, I swear. And that's how he got his uh, dislike of all men 
Yeah, he just does not like touching men because he's afraid that he will like. So he's gonna catch the gay. He will catch the gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's terrified of catching the gay. Oh no, the gay. <laughs> so that's why he sleeps with a bunch of women to to keep the gay away. To keep the gay away. <laughs> One woman a day keeps the gay away. <laughs> and I feel that so that also wasn't in the manga. Um, I feel like the reason that this was. Um, in this show is, and the reason that winner in the show are from the two things that I linked to you guys of the screen caps. So in mm. when they were making the volumes of the light novel volumes, there was one point where one of the volumes was a introduced like a rival character to Usui that you know confessed his uh, love to Karen or whatever and gave her like a bouquet of flowers and all that stuff. Mm. And at the end. Um, it was supposed to turn out that uh he ended up befriending Usui and confessed his love to him, and I feel like the rival character then became winner, and the gay thing then became Ren's backstory since up to that point he kind of didn't have one. Mm. And I thought it was neat. yeah, he was just kind of a a selfish dick the entire time, pretty much. Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole, <laughs> and then he just tries to help her at the very end and we're supposed to forgive everything yeah because yeah, okay. he's just like no i love my sister despite all the stupid shit no, i've done up until this point i'm like uh, uh, i mean where where did these where did these brotherly instincts suddenly kick in it's a it's it's a force of habit mike and also in the manga karen kind of doesn't give a fuck that um his her brother was gonna suck usui's mom's blood she made it a point to point out that if it was only the blood that he was after she wouldn't care but it's what he does before he sucks the blood that she cares about which you know implies he wants to fuck the shit out of her yeah and then and then i believe that's also when they reveal that uh that the reason why the mom like is always having trouble with men is because she apparently has this like where she gives Pheromone off really strong issues. pheromones. Yeah. yeah. Which is that? Sure. Why not? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how she gets Ren to back off because he's like, I, I guess I was a victim as the, well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the, the mom has an issue with uh, like where everywhere she works, the, the supervisor always ends up wanting to molest her. Yeah. I love like that little dig at Japanese society, though, at the beginning where the mom... Uh, where she gets fired because they caught the the supervisor trying to molest her, and then the supervisor was like, "Oh, she wanted it." Yeah. And then and then everyone was like, "Your mother caused trouble for this shop by being molested." Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So we had to get so we rid had to get rid of floozy. both of them. <laughs> we had to get rid of the floozy and that man who got tied into things. Uh, I'm, I'm I, like, uh, uh, okay. I feel I feel <laughs> okay. so I feel so bad for her for. For the mom because she's she's just too hot to trot mike she can't do anything she's, and then she looks so young and it's she weird because so it's i mean she actually can't do anything yeah, she, she fucked she, up every job she had yeah well, be it her fault or not <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't walk to a table with a tray without spilling everything she's hey, quite incompetent when she did when she did get to that table she was about to get molested again because they wanted her phone number and her email <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then they blamed she her. Was of this anime, huh? She was a real victim of this. Anime. She was a real victim she of this anime. Real and her and Maki. I didn't think that I would actually like Maki as much as I uh, did in the anime. That uh, she grew on me, and I was like, oh, she's a she's a hopeless lover going after people that don't give a fuck about her. 
Even is that her her name? Hmm? Is that her name? Um, Maki Tokito. Mm. And uh, you know, I too am a hopeless romantic that uh gets rejected by people that don't give a fuck about me. So I love her. She's a relatable character. Yeah, she's. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> so how far into the mag did you get, Mike? Um, I stopped. And I went back to the anime at, I think it was vol- around volume three. All right, so you got to the point where um, Kenta's mom was working at a love hotel? Yeah, I got to the part where she was working. Because she's like, oh, I'm so happy you're home, son. After he, I believe it was right after he got grilled by the uh, by the, the vampire parents, by Henry and everybody. Yeah. And he shows up and he's like, I'm back home, mom. And she's like, oh. I, I have some good news. I got a job somewhere at a hotel cleaning. And he's like, oh, that's good. And then he looks at it, and it's a love hotel. He's like, mom, come on, mom. And she's just like, no, nah, it'll be fine. And then she, she befriends a child prostitute and uh, who ran okay. away from home and is staying at the love hotel. I that- do. I, I figured it was going to happen at that point because I believe um, I believe Karin had sucked the that girl's, yeah, that blood, girl's in blood in the park, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. So that's where like things kind of start, because uh, you know in the anime, her second victim, the the girl that Kenta catches Karen sucking the blood out of in the anime, just is just kind of like a person. And I guess like they were like, well, you know, child prostitution. That's something we don't want to get into here in this show, and then we want to keep it happy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, stuff just kind of happens slowly but surely, and uh, it gets to the point where. Uh, uh, how should I get into Mike? Are you actually gonna go back and read it? Yeah, I'll I'll go back and read it. All right, stuff happens. Uh, <laughs> that's I guess that's all I'll say. And I really like it. I to the point where I made Mark start reading it, and hopefully he really likes it. I mean, I figured Mark would probably like it. Yeah, we'll see. I guess last question, because uh, I mean, as far as the show goes, there's not too much to talk about it. It's your, your um, basically. To put it bluntly, it's your generic rom-com, but I really like it because I feel like it's it's paced pretty well, and I just happen to need this right now, so uh, I I it's fell in love with it. Yeah, it's close to Valentine's Day, but that's not why I need it because uh, I never really cared about Valentine's Day. But you know, uh, stuff. Cared about it in that I could go to the store the day after, buy a bunch of discount candy. Yeah. yeah. Then you could uh you could cover your hand in chocolate and be like you're my lover tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you? So I I made Mark read the manga because I, I don't know how he'd feel about the show. Actually, would you ever recommend the uh the show to anybody? Uh yeah, I, I could recommend it to somebody. It's like hey, look, this is a this is a uh, bit of a drama light yeah. rom com. Yeah, you know what? I I would if they're like I want. Some something supernatural, but something lighthearted. We're like, well, here's a relic of the past. Here's a relic of the past. <laughs> you try this out, see if you like it. This was 14 years ago now. You old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All of you. I saw this when this aired. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Unless somebody has some uh, some parting words for this uh, dearly departed anime. I have all these notes yeah. for the manga. Go watch it. Yeah, you should go watch it. You should just go watch go. it. Give it like three or four episodes. See what you think about it. Give this the attention it needs so we can get the manga into a new anime. Yeah. Dude, I, I'd be down 
to actually watch that. It's Gabriel approved. Yeah. Yeah, give it uh, three Gabriels out of three. <laughs> and, oh, also, I'm kind of glad that Gabe's here on a show that he uh, he suggested. Because every other one that he suggested, we haven't had him on. And we just kind of shit on the show. So he, <laughs> he wasn't able to ever defend the show whenever he was here. But now that we like the show... <laughs> Uh, you know, there's like no reason. For there's no reason here. for him to even be here, other, <laughs> yeah. other than than to defend winner. <laughs> I defend my defend white winner. knight till death. <laughs> he wasn't very good, and I only enjoyed him at the very end. But he, he was a character. <laughs> he was a character indeed. Uh, I read the manga. It's on Viz. If you really, if you wanna go through there or whatever, you can't really stream this anywhere other than you know your iPatch sites. Or if I guess if you could find a torrent, I don't know how easy torrents are to find now. But I don't know. Uh, there used hard. to be there used to be a decent archival place that uh, specialized in uh, like having um, full batches of like older anime like this, but it got taken down like a really really long time ago. So now it's just. Yeah, I used to love that place because that's where I found a lot of anime that I had never seen and could never find even on those sites that you talked about. Like you couldn't even find them there and. Uh, yeah, now the place is gone for whatever reason. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, that was- we'll see you in two weeks. If I put this out before Ishikan, uh, hang out with us. I might do a a meetup thing with Mark because apparently he wants to uh, have a drink with people and do we uh, in quotes do weep shit, uh, <laughs> do weep shit as he posted on our Facebook thing. So. Uh, We'll see you guys in two weeks. The next episode is the 2014 anime Noragami. What does weep shit mean? I don't know. Like, I, I, I just like that term because it's always like a catch-all thing. And it's like, what does it mean? Oh, it means we're going to hang out with some people. Like, that, is that exclusive? Get angry about translations? <laughs> that, right. is that... Where are your yukata <laughs> and uh, <laughs> karaoke? Yeah, we're going to buy gonna... some sushi. Be, we're going to eat some mochi <laughs> ice cream and green tea. Just be as offensively um, racist and stereotypical <laughs> as we can. Or a yes. rising sun bandana. There we go. Rising sun headband and a Which white we're cape. Gonna do and, <laughs> we're to, no, we're doing it this year. At San Japan, I'm wearing I, the rising sun headband. Or I, Actually, I don't have a rising sun headband. I have a... Um, it says chief on the front. I'm going to wear year. that. Yeah. Last year I brought it and nobody And I forgot to bring it, I'm sorry. I will bring it this year. I'm bringing my cape with Shinobu on it. And then I'm yeah, I'll go even further, Juan. I'll buy some wooden clogs and I'll oh fucking wooden sandals and I'll fucking wear them. You see you see Gabe, that right there. That's doing weep shit. That's weep shit. <laughs> <laughs> being as offensive as possible. That is being, being as, as offensive, offensive as to everyone possible. around us as possible. And with that We'll see you guys in tickets. Bye everybody. Yeah. Be the eyes leading the blind. Stay ahead, don't fall behind. Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast. Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast. Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast. Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast. Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast.